Welcome back to the Flash Flashcast after a tiny, barely noticeable hiatus. I am Lisa Schmeiser, as always. And with me today, I have both Tony Sindelar and Phil Mozilak. Um, I regret, and of course, neither one of them is saying it. hello. I, I, was, I was waiting for most to go first. Oh, but you said my name I was first. waiting for you. you oh, I did. Hello, See, nerds. we're all off our game after our little break. I, this how is do the podcasts even work? I, I yes. don't know. Why is there noise? Um, and to sh- show you further how much further off our game we are, none of us flipped the coin for the uh, sixty-second recap of this episode. Um, I, so, I could not find a three-sided coin. I looked. Um, no, no, we're gonna have to try it with dice next time and see. I'm um, slightly more ready for that, but I don't have a three-sided die. So. I know. I don't. Could you actually do that? Or uh, it yeah. would be non-Euclidean. So it never would, mind. Yeah, that's another podcast. To, I'm like that's fun not in this universe. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. I think it's Thieves World. They have the bar that has 3.14 dimensions, so there's slightly more room than usual. Um, anyway. Hitting the uh, third rail back. early. <laughs> yes, we did. Welcome back to Flash Flashcast. I'm not going to give you a 60-second recap of this episode. Instead, I'm going to give you a five-second recap, and that five-second recap is too much stuff, too little time. <laughs> so we're going to move on to such segments as, um, will Star Labs ever update its security? Um, you know, someone needs to adopt the female characters on this show. I'm no scientician and Barry's two dads. Uh, shall we get started on any one of those this week? Or should we uh, start with what we'd like this week about this week's episode, what we didn't? We chatted about it briefly in the incomparable Slack. And there were some mixed feelings. Everybody watched it and were, were, were happy to watch it. Everybody had strong, strong feelings about it. So, Tony, what did you think about this week's episode? Uh, you know, I think it was a, a middle of the road episode. Um I was surprised by some of the choices it made. Um, I thought that, you know, when we find out the villain of the week is going to be an evil speedster, uh, mm-hmm. like that immediately puts a lot of questions into my head about like, wow, that could be a really big deal to have another, you know, because so far the evil speedsters have been like the big bad. So to have one yeah. be kind of more of a one-off seems weird. Uh, but all of those questions basically get sidestepped when the character uh, gets, as far as we can tell, super killed off and we're never going to see them or have to deal with them again. <laughs> um, it, there was a lot. I mean, it, it, I, you know, in some ways it's like there wasn't any big jumps because there were all like there's like five little plot lines in this one. And I don't even know which one's like the A or the B or the C or the D or the E. There's so many little mm-hmm. things. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I was not... Uh, not as moved by this episode, but it's not. I, I did not think it was bad. I just didn't think it was great. I don't know. It's like mm. you're, it's like your B minus of Flash episodes. See, <laughs> and for some reason, I didn't feel like it was like there was much in this episode at all. And that was the crazy thing for me. Like it's like okay, we got a speedster, which like on its face that should be a big deal, mm-hmm. but not so. But much. it's a subplot, and yeah, yeah, and then basically. The end becomes the, at least for me, like, ooh, finally, everybody's, like, saying, wait a minute, let's uh, get a little vibe on Jay. Yeah. And everybody knows. And then nobody says anything about the man in the mask. Nothing. Nope. Yeah, I mean, we're in a kind of an interesting place here where Team Flash has a little bit more information, right? Because that was the weird mm-hmm. thing is that the viewers had information that the good guys did not have. Um, we're still in a situation where the viewers kind of have more information than Team Flash, right? Because they have now pieced together that Jay is Zoom, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, but we saw them in the same place. And they're like, well, Speed Mirage, we've seen that before. But if, I think we we're from our previous conversations, like, it seems like it's more than a Speed Mirage in that 
Zoom carries Jay's corpse across his little headquarters and drops him on the ground. And goes, he, well, this is a complication. Before he pulls off the mask, right? So that's like, yeah. it's a little more than Speed Mirage, right? Uh, some, something else is going on there. So Team Flash is, is kind of catching up, but they still don't have the, the whole picture. Um, yeah, there's... So there's things I think they got right about this episode, because what I enjoyed is that trajectory is shown as having a split personality, and there is a really strong suggestion that it has to do with the drug, yeah. like the drug has, ah. has has channeled that. And I think what that suggests, I, I feel like that leaves a door open to explaining the J phenomena, where perhaps his evil alter ego mm -hmm. ha has just taken over, boom, end of story. and. Either the current the Jay Garrick who's now dead knew that his evil alter ego was Zoom and didn't say anything, or there was some kind of amnesiac thing because he's not as self aware mm -hmm. as poor sweet Liza was, because um, she was hearing voices. But I feel like this episode base like handed us the explanation for the, for for the mystery of of why we have two Zooms in one place. Mm -hmm. And what it suggests is if you dope up on enough of this stuff, A, it will kill you, but B, it makes you super strong, and C, it possibly fragments your personality. And if Jay had been taking enough of this stuff, maybe his fragmented personality found some way through the Speed Force, since the Speed Force, you just like can use that to hand wave anything. Like he found some way using the Speed Force to um, become corporeal and was like, Jay Garrick, you're screwed because now I'm, now I'm magic and filled with I'm a real boy with a body. And my sense is that perhaps there's something that Wells has been sitting on mm -hmm. with regards to this, where either he's like, yeah, this is pretty much how it happened. I'm uh, yeah. or, oh, God, this is confirmed my worst fears that he's done XYZ. Uh, and um, gone from there. Because so, one of the things that brought up is, is we should have had trajectory over like two or three episodes, because yeah. it would have there been was, interesting. There's some there seemed like there was room for some more there. A lot right? of hand waving. Well, yeah. because, like, how would it be? We know Barry is loved by his city, right? We know that. Like, mm -hmm. there's, they have a thing where they're, oh, we, we, we did a statue, and so on and so forth. And he saves people, and he's a great hero. So how would both Barry and the city react if there was another speedster who had similar hallmarks and was, like, actively doing that by, you know, Right, blowing up bridges for the heck of it and stealing things. And so what happens if Flash tries to rescue someone and they're like, no, screw you, I don't deal with vigilantes. Like, that's something Barry's never had to deal with. And it would have been interesting seeing how he deals with that. And it would have also put more teeth beyond, behind that, that ridiculous, beyond ridiculous, borderline offensive plotline that Iris has going with her boss who's decided that all of a sudden because he's a journalist who knows how to ask questions, he should distress the Flash. Like, if you had two to three episodes, that would have given Iris some actual professional conflict at work. And by the way, we're going to get into that whole thing a little bit later. And it would have given Barry something new to grapple with. And it would have raised a really interesting question about this city's relationship to its vigilante speedster. Because unlike Arrow, this city is actually really pretty happy about the fact that they've got a superpowered guy on their side. And they don't seem all that bothered by, like, villain of the week. Because mm -hmm. they're like, ah, oh, Barry, Barry has it. And this would have been interesting if it was like, oh, God, there's there's two of them now, and we can't tell the good one from the bad one. Yeah. You know? I think I think Trajectory had a lot of potential that they kind of wasted. I mean, a, yeah. a lot of the motivation of the metahumans tends to be kind of thin. But hers 
seemed like particularly inexplicable, right? Like, yeah, first appearance what? steals a couple hundred dollars. Second appearance, like tearing up streets. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, third appearance shows up at Star Labs to get the drug, and then fourth appearance is trying to blow up a bridge. I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I like petty cash weird. and I hate bridges. That's my life, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, I, I, is this is this some sort of foreshadowing, like this character as, say, Jesse leaving town, coming back and becoming this quote Jesse Quick? I think so. Is it, I think, are, we, are we getting testing the waters to see if it? Tests did you guys well? also? Did you guys also notice that her metahuman bracelet went off when she was standing next to Wally? Uh, I did not notice that. I thought it was that. I thought that was because Barry was nearby. <laughs> That was poor is, no, because when no, because when yeah. Wally comes when oh. Wally comes up, it goes off too, hmm. and none of them say anything because I don't think they realize it's a metahuman detector. The the watch bracelet thing is very weird to me because I yeah. I didn't I I mean I watched it twice because I still don't totally understand what mm-hmm. what was the deal with Harrison Wells's uh, or Harry's message mm-hmm. that she found in it. Like why why is that message in the watch? Like that yeah, didn't make any... that, no, I, d- and then I didn't... she later uses the watch to leave him a voicemail. And I was like, I don't I don't understand did how he, watches did work. he what... repurpose technology from from Earth A or I, I don't understand the, the yeah. culturally what role watches play in Earth two. Um, like, <laughs> well I'm know. sure Senator Knowles has passed some sort of watch protection program that oh. ensures employment. I no I I love when they do stuff like that. So here's what I love about the way when you have Jesse and, and, and Harry is one, I love when the cultural references cross in different ways, you know, when, when um, Harry's quoting Kanye West and I was like, wait, is that something Kanye actually said or something Kanye said in his world? So I love when there's a the little cultural stuff there or when, you know, Jesse's eating popcorn and watching behind the music and she's like, wait, Senator Knowles. Um, and I also love the reference when um, she's foaming and, spazzing and Caitlin's like what blood type is she and Harry's like she's ZN and I'm like wait what and I was like oh my god they're biologically different like on a fundamental level they have just either they're biologically different or they approach blood types so completely differently thanks to inventors and stuff that they, they just have a different name for it maybe know. yeah but no the it, it just monkey goes, doesn't exist yeah well it just what's weird about it is I was like she's leaving and she's going off on her own and she's got a blood type that no one's going to be able to handle <laughs> How is this going to work? But yeah, I think she's coming back as Jesse Quick. I think Wally West will become a speedster somehow. Um, we have not seen the last of the the steroidal speed thing. I don't mm-hmm. think. You, you like I, the, he- the heavy handed lesson about not taking shortcuts and performance enhancing uh, yeah. drugs and just kids, well, kids. In case you didn't notice that, and like special, I really very feel special like episode we, of the Flash. I um, really feel like I really feel like the writers were were like, okay, here is the reveal and the explanation. You guys are smart enough to put it together. And they'll probably lay it out more explicitly in subsequent episodes for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just for people like, wait, what? No. But no, I, I feel like what happened is um, Wells may have been working on developing this as a way to level the playing field where he's like, why should many humans have all the fun? Why can't um, why can't ordinary people inject themselves? And, and it's an even playing ground then, or it's an arms race thing. But my point is, I think Wells knew what Jay Garrick was working on. And I think he knows that Jay Garrick created Zoom or that Jay Garrick created Zoom with the help of Wells or with Wells technology. And it's the drug that caused Jay to split his personalities. One of them be- and Zoom is is basically his, his, his Mr. Hyde running around doing terrible things. Is it a fight club situation? I mean, I'm just going to twist it and say, wait a minute. Uh-huh. What if these other Jays that we're seeing are somewhat 
Well, they can't be figments of his imagination because they mm-hmm. manifest. But mm-hmm. I don't know what the cloning technology is like on Earth 2. But if I knew I was going to die if I took too much, I mm-hmm. could then kind of say, well, I'll just go to clone B and do it and, and, and test that one out. That's staggeringly unethical and horrifying. <laughs> I, I, look, my ethics yeah. on yeah. Earth 2, I can do anything I want. Yeah. Because those people don't exist. I feel like calling it Earth A. It's like that old uh, no, yeah. feature I'm a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just feels I, like a bee. Oh. Well, you know, we had all those questions about where does Jay go and what is he doing exactly? So I wonder if the answer was I was trying to track down my crazy doppelganger who's secretly me and researching ways to reintegrate us. Like, I, I wonder if this is going to be a whole thing about, oh, you have to have humanity because if you don't have humanity, blah, blah, blah. But I honestly feel like the writers have just handed us the solution to the what the heck did we just see like I from the there, previous see, episode. I think there's one more one more piece that we're gonna get. Mm. I I, th- I I feel like I'm just I feel like there's gonna be one more little clue that we gotta get that that mm-hmm. shifts the puzzle. And I feel like that's probably coming more like like in episode twenty twenty one. Like um, the dude in the mask. Yeah, that's got to be something, or, right? Or Zolomon yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I feel like the because dude in the mask hasn't been explained and. The weird thing where they go and watch Earth One's elements reading in a park, like there's yeah. got to be more to that. That that's my feeling, but you never know. I I I bow to, I, I bow to that opinion. I think that's a, a actually a good speculation because you're right. He um did point out. Oh, there's my doppelganger. Let's not talk to him. Yeah. And it's so. like they go to the park. It's like he could have just mentioned, "I found my doppelganger," mm-hmm. and yeah. He's not interesting. Don't worry about him. But it was like, no, we're going to take the viewers to this park and watch him read a book. Yeah. Um, right. But, you know, why are you, that, yeah, why are you giving information? Yeah, I mean, so, Lisa, sh- mm-hmm. Lisa, now, if I, if, I, if I am going to the HR department, what are you thinking <laughs> about that's going on over at the uh, Star City <laughs> News? I mean, uh, Central City News. Yeah. So, and I think you guys heard me talk, like, Slack about Slack. Is, is Slack a verb yet? Can, like, in, in the non... <laughs> Easing you slacked. Way. Yeah, like we slacked today. Um, no, I, I ranted about this briefly in Slack because um, for me, one of the most pitiable episodes, uh, part of the episodes, was when um, <clears throat> poor sweet Eliza is like, look, I'm just exhausted because I work twice as hard as everybody to be taken half as seriously. I can't get ahead of the work. Um, I'm I'm being taken off of projects. And it's an example of this toxic sexist culture literally killing her. Like it's it's pushed her into desperate measures. It's literally killing her. And then you have Iris who pushes back against her editor with your sign this story. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Can we talk about it? She asks if they can talk about it. Um, and she wants to do it outside the office, I guess, for reasons of discretion. But when she goes, like her boss immediately, her boss, mind you, her boss yeah. and her editor immediately assumes that she was asking a professional pre- question on the pretext of getting personal, and and then it's like, oh, I misunderstood. As opposed to like actually taking her at face value, which is, I have a concern about my story and my job. Can we talk about my story and my job? Oh, person who is my direct supervisor. Mm-hmm. So, like the the mindset he went in with was just ridiculous to begin with. And I mean, and I think we're not supposed to like him as a character, right? Like, he's supposed to be yeah. a jerk, but like I don't care if we're supposed to like but him why, or not. Yeah, but why? Yeah, why is this? Why is he's this already this way? a jerk? Why does he have to be a jerk? Who? Who? Yeah. Why does he have to be a jerk who feels like the newsroom is his own personal dating service? Yeah, 
And well, what, I think there's well, what makes it even more risible. What makes it even more risible is she goes in later. She's like, well, there could have been a miscommunication. I'm like, no, Iris, don't walk it back. Don't apologize. You didn't ask him to go to coffee for personal reasons. You were totally clear it was professional. This guy chose to assume don't make him feel better about it and don't like send mixed signals. Also, he is your boss and your editor. Like, keep that crap out of the newsroom. Well, I think <sighs> you're going 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 a little heavy because really <laughs> he as much as most men want to end women's suffrage. <laughs> <laughs> First we drive them out of the workplace then we take their vote. Is that the what, right, well, what is that no, the presidential I don't know anything about voting. I don't know anything about voting, but I'm voting to end women's suffrage. <laughs> Straight out. I mean it's it's important. I don't like to see it. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's just something we need to do. And collectively, you know, you know all of us um, do that. <laughs> Dauntless Crusaders for Women's Votes. I can sing that entire song, by the way. There's more where that came from. Though it just doesn't make sense. Individually, but, but, we agree but what does anybody have? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told you. It's a threat. And I but, 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 but honestly, like, you know, um, I'm all Cast for women's suffrage. Cast off the shackles of um, yesterday. <laughs> um, but I do want to end bold, it. Bold statements, most. Bold statements. Right. Look, I, I know where I am. Friend. I mean, look. Our daughters' uh, uh, daughters will adore us. <laughs> As they sing in grateful chorus. Yes, but, you're but, saying. But, okay. All right. All right. So roll that back. But what does this have to do with the Flash? At the end of the day, like, what mm-hmm. was this trying to show us? Yeah. I guess it's trying to show that, um, oh, no, the Flash has people who are rooting for him to, to fall. Or the Flash has people who are who are determined to paint him in a bad light. And... Uh, our 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 Satan our Saint Barry of Center City is about to uh, be decanonized thanks to the hard hitting press. Maybe that's it, or um, maybe. Uh, but why is this plotline in this episode that already has know. so exactly. much else going on? It I don't know. That's a really good question. Like they could have cut it out and stuck it in a later episode. Is the, it feels is like the whole a Tony Sindelar very special episode? But they're well, doing the whole, too many specials. Yeah. Is the whole point to this episode supposed to be, well, you know how I was talking earlier about how it could have been two to three episodes. Where, because you, you want know, to learn about like workplace like, professional behavior, the danger no, of performance enhancing no. drugs, and no, how no, we can was, fix it, the, yeah. the toxic culture of science. We can fix all those in like 40 minutes flat. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, like maybe the whole point to this was this was the the the... the, the Maybe the whole point to the Iris episode, Iris stuff was, oh, see, Barry's re- reputation suffers after one night with a lunatic who picks pockets. Um, and that was supposed to be the thing that we were supposed to take from that, which I think, again, would have been drawn out more elegantly in two to three episodes, like when Barry sees mothers visibly grabbing their children and running away from when he's trying to help them or something like that. Um, so maybe that was the point. And maybe it's to have Iris thrown into another... Um, romance because it ties back to that discussion she had with barry about um you know what are our married doppelgangers doing and she's like oh they're probably doing netflix and chill and i was like iris that's kind of a mixed signal to send to barry and that's what i was thinking i'm glad you brought that up i totally forgot about that yeah i'm like maybe you don't mention netflix and chill to the dude that uh you know has feelings for you and um you know, because what you're doing is you're suggesting you're open to that possibility, and then you run, and then you like 
totally let your editor make a you know follow through in his grossly unprofessional behavior because why um I really wish somebody in the writers room would yeah. adopt Iris the same way somebody has adopted Cisco because he's gotten so much better this season. Mm-hmm. And with Iris, there's so much they could do. Like this is a woman who watched her fiance chuck himself into the void so so as to save the future and wipe out Yobard Pawn. And she's seen <clears throat> or been told, like she's had two separate testimonies where, oh, Iris in the future were married and you have a shining career in the media. And then, oh, Iris in this alternate universe who are married. And if you're somebody who's having these two things close in on you, where other people are busy telling you you're going to marry the man that you were raised to think of as a brother, like, how are you going to process this? Like, we literally have not had Iris process much. She had some great work to do with her mother and with Wally, but there's been nothing about how Iris is supposed to process this, this idea that she's somehow foreordained to marry Barry West or else the future, as we know, it will be, you know, permanently, permanently altered. Like, no one has gotten to her, her headspace about that. Yeah, she needs a friend. <laughs> um, yeah, she does. She, she needs, needs someone to talk to. Because I don't... She, she needs girlfriends. Yeah. No. Um, like, at least Caitlin and Felicity, you get the idea that they are texting each other all the time. But, yeah. uh... No, Iris yeah, needs somebody. Yeah, you know, it's, it's time for Felicity to come on over here and be her yeah. friend. Well, she broke up with Oliver over on Arrow. And that's not a spoiler, because that happened, like, episodes ago. So, uh, you know, maybe Felicity comes here for a change in scenery. That would not a bad idea, you know? Yeah. Hang out mm-hmm. at Star Labs. Don't bother to, like, check in with security. Just walk right in. Um, Everyone else does go it. Go to Opal yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah, maybe everybody moved to Opal City. Uh, yeah. You know, Opal City, real up and coming. Um, maybe they can have, like, an Opal City spinoff where it's Felicity and Jesse and... Um, they're, like, jerky landlord. Oh. No, Felicity No, Felicity and Jesse share an apartment with Iris. And it's three girls having a good time in Opal City. You know, it's like Sex and the City, but superpowers. <laughs> I I don't know if I would commit to watching that show, but I would watch an episode <laughs> of it. I'd watch the pilot. Yeah. 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 See how it works. I mean, see if their landlord is superpowered or not. I just feel like I've been burned by a lot of X with superpowers, you know? Yeah. I feel like five years ago, I'd be like, yeah. And now it's like, oh, I don't know. Another <laughs> superpower show. Oh, my yeah. God. How many are there? As many as it takes um, <laughs> to make you not like superpowers anymore. Um, too many cooks too many yeah. cooks it is it is beginning to feel like that um <laughs> it really is and i say this as somebody who who would normally be like woo about it um but yeah this episode was overstuffed i feel i i feel like they they said really like they started to say really interesting things about like interesting and subtle things about the way you know. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a it's a rotten culture for for professional women, and here's what they have to deal with on the regular. And the answer is clearly: well, start taking an illegal drug and go insane, or accept the fact that your boss is hitting on you. And I'm like, is that really where you thought the episode should end? Is that really where is 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 this really how you how you respond to lean in? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that going on. Um. Also, I thought it was kind of ridiculous that at the end of the episode, Caitlin was kind of standing in the lab all, oh, my boyfriend, evil, and Barry runs off to that gorge and is all, ah, no! And I'm like, Barry, you guys weren't even that close. Jay was kind of a jerk store to you. I, like, I, I mean, wah, wah. I thought that was not the most uh, imaginative writing for Barry. I mean, no. I, I was willing to be like, okay. I mean, also, it's like, why do you go back to other than, like, clearly you guys have rented the damn set for a day, and you still have an hour yeah. left to kill, so let Barry <laughs> the gulch, yell there. Yeah. But, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Haven't set the grip poems yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's been betrayed again, so you can see, or he believes he's been betrayed, right? So that's, uh, you know, you, you get betrayed by two evil speedsters, and that, like, that, that second time's really got to burn. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I guess but he's when upset. have we ever seen him act like that, like a baby, and run off and scream? It did feel I mean, not very Barry. Barry, like I don't know, Barry does a lot of things that I was like that feels kind of weird and overly dramatic for him. I mean, even like when he like he has he he has the whole talk with uh, with Harry and Harry and he's and he's like you would you would take the drug Harry and he's like yeah but you wouldn't Barry because you're supposed to be better and then he like yeah. dramatically smashes it on the ground. And I'm like that's not a safe way to dispose of dangerous chemicals. And then he, yeah. he and he and then later and I mean I don't know maybe it's like. Barry's back from Earth 2, and he's still kind of all shaken up, because uh-huh. it's like, you know, you could probably just, like, take Jay's hat out of that thing without, like, smashing the glass dramatically, but it's like, no, I'm angry, and I'm going to break things inappropriately. Um, <laughs> I'm Barry I Allen. Actually, like, the thing that surprised me, I don't know why I was surprised it was glass, because my first thought was, the container store has nice acrylic boxes like that that you can use to display baseball helmets. Like, why would they just have gone to the container store? <laughs> Why don't they just go to the container store? Asking the hard-hitting questions here on the Flash Blast cast. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I don't... No no question will not be questioned. The glass thing, like, legitimately distracted me for some reason. Especially, like, in a lab, you think people just, like, bump into it all the time. I'm like, when did they have the time to go get it made? I mean, it hasn't been that long. Okay, now, you just brought up a great point. How is it that, that, that our speedster trajectory knows the entire layout and how where to put the flash and put him away and lock him up and why is it that hard to unlock him from the you know central nexus point can't they just hit a button unlock huh. uh, i mean they did hit that button as soon as she wasn't pointing a gun at them right like i think that's what okay they did. but I, they were all taken aback because barry's in jail and she has a gun um the, the knowledge of Star Labs really is amazing. Yeah. I, I understand that, but I mean, I, this common knowledge of where to go in Star Labs is is beguiling. I just I assume it's you know well I mean she's a speedster she's very fast so she can zip around and learn really quickly. I mean I was impressed that she was like mm-hmm. I know exactly where to take Barry and throw him in jail before he realizes what's going on. Like that's that's yeah. impressive. That um, is. But she does have she does have crazy speed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know, or, or it's just like well, it's, I'm, it's I'm still unclear. Like, how big is Star Labs? Like, there's even the thing where they're having the conversation about like going to the club, and Harry doesn't want um, Jesse to go to the club, and they're walking down a hallway that then leads to like it looks like kind of Harry now has an office, and I was like, that same hallway is the same hallway well, maybe everywhere. Maybe he has like an apartment. Because... It did kind of look like like they had basically like this is a lab nook, but we went to IKEA and we got you yeah. a desk and a chair and like and, and a lamp. Like, looks like a, a freaking stadium. stadium. Yeah, there's like well, when you look at the exterior shots, it does look like a freaking stadium. The thing that gets me is Center City has like all of these scientific labs working against each other because uh, Eliza was at a completely different lab than um, was it Mercury Labs, yeah, which Mercury is the labs. lab that uh, had other stuff. Yep. The other, Vlog. the other super science lab in the other super science lab, and the then city. there's Star Labs, and so my, I, I was like, wow, do they all get together? Like, a, do they have lab mixers where they go take take, take turns like ooing on eyeing over each other's cyclotrons? And someone's like, ooh, check out how fast my centrifuge goes, <laughs> or 
Like what? Because I thought, well, maybe Eliza knows more about the lab because there was a big old welcome to Star Labs opening. I, and she, I mean, there were a lot and of people. And she wandered around. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of people that had jobs at Star Labs who aren't mm-hmm. there anymore. So yeah. like, you know. she Caitlin knows her from there. So maybe yeah. Caitlin had given her the tour before too. Maybe she interviewed there. You know, see, we there's nothing we can't defeat with some liberal headcanon. Um, exactly. And she reverse engineered Velocity mm-hmm. 9 yeah. from v- three of eight ingredients. That's mm-hmm. some brains. I I don't yeah. even know. I don't know how that works. But it's a yeah. It's it's a, it's genuinely a pity that uh, she she had to turn into poof a big pile of blue light blue lightning dust. Um, because it would have been interesting to see if she could have been rehabbed or yeah. She seems or, like a like a, a fun villain to have like or even maybe yeah. she's not a villain. Maybe she's like the, you Just know the mentioned. Velocity yeah. Nine leaves her system, but like. Yeah, you know she's someone on the periphery who they can pull in um, when when they need help with something with extra science. They need some extra science. Why um, not? And, yeah. and again, she could be like a good pal for you know Caitlin because, like you said, Iris mm-hmm. needs friends. I feel like Caitlin needs friends. Cisco is is like I mean, the like it's weird that the women on these show the only friendships they have are with with you know oh I love you like a brother like mm-hmm. between Cisco and Caitlin and between Wally who is her brother. And, well, it's and the Iris, it's, but, it's the conservation of characters thing. Like nothing yeah. makes it more like sad when like they like we're all going to the club and it's like here are all the young characters in one place. None of them have any other friends. This is all yeah. we do, you know. Yeah, and they're all dancing with each other. It's yeah, like, ah, also you know the Cisco dancing. I'm, Cisco I'm dancing really, was the best part of this episode for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling I don't know. HR I'm pretty, on that. I'm pretty introverted. I could I could plausibly see going to the club and just being like, okay, good. Here here are the three people I feel comfortable dancing in front of. <laughs> Uh, Star Labs HR is not going to go for this. I don't think Star Labs has HR at this point. I, I, we're we're getting back to the question They're of how pivoting. exactly is all of this fun? <laughs> how is all this getting? Funnier? They have a, nim- a nimble workforce. There. It's ready. their IP. Yeah, they are ready for uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, disrupt. <laughs> energy disruptions yeah they're, re- they're, they're ready, ready to disrupt disruptions that's what they're ready to they do they should be ready to disrupt many humans that yeah. would be a thing i mean they are they just can't it's hard to monetize that <laughs> so yeah yeah um. you know this is actually if you had an anti-metahuman spray that instantly neutralized metahumans i bet that would make a lot of money yeah well there's something called bomb spray over in uh star city so get to spraying mm-hmm. <laughs> Pro- bomb so, spray is probably like a carcinogen. That's what we're going to find out in like season nine of Arrow. Yeah, is like- yeah. when Oliver Queen is sued into penury for like the third time. Um, but to get back to our show, uh, I have caught up on Legends of Tomorrow and I've caught up on Arrow. And this show still remains a lot of fun. So even when we're all, yeah, 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 there's too much, yeah, 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 it doesn't make sense. Um, I feel like it moved forward and it was still a lot of fun to watch, especially when Barry was doing just fine running over that canyon until mm-hmm. he made the mistake of looking down. I am not a scientist. Yeah. Uh, but I feel obligated to point out that uh-huh. that's not how escape velocity works, which is the term they used to describe that. <laughs> and yes. Tony, how does it work? Uh, well, escape velocity is what rockets use when they are escaping from the Earth's gravity, and they have to have continual thrust. So one of the biggest problems with the Flash doing anything where he's not in contact with stuff, like, you can't run over air because you can't push off of air. So yeah. Yeah. Also, he does stuff where it's like, like even at the end when he basically jumps over the canyon again, except this time it's a bridge that fell down. It's like he has an arc, which doesn't make, he needs a ramp. He needs Cisco to build like an insta ramp thing uh, for him because, yeah, science. Mm -hmm. So you would say, like a ramp inside his suit. That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. 
Because I thought the whole point to escape velocity was that you had to, you know, again, escape the gravity, gravitational force of the Earth. And mm-hmm. you do that by, by doing like one hell of a push, you know. Well, mm-hmm. uh, but not just a push, but a continual push, right? Like yeah, rockets yeah. don't just go up. They keep firing the whole way. Yeah, that's, right? why, that's why you because had they so still much have fuel. <laughs> so, yeah. Because that's, that's why you have so much fuel is because that's yeah. what's actually maintaining the velocity is mm-hmm. all the... Oh but my it's gosh. okay. He, yeah. I mean, it's that that was not the dumbest science thing they've done in this show. So no, no. But that's my no. I'm no scientist moment. So. I I have to say though, hats off to the person who cut the promos for this episode though, because before when you're looking at the promos and it's Barry banging on the walls and they're talking about the dangerous new drug and how Barry's mm-hmm. got a quest for speed and the way they cut it together, they made it sound like Barry went bonkers and people locked him in the cell to keep him from being a danger to others. And that's such a swerve compared to, to how the episode actually went down. So. I did not see the full promo, but I saw uh-huh. my promotional material and I thought, I thought Jesse was going to be the, uh, the evil speedster. That was how yeah. much. Cause right. like, cause there was just like, like a short clip of her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I yeah. just, you know, young woman in a mask. Uh, and it was like, yeah. wow, you know what? That tiny little like Lone Ranger mask actually does a you know, decent job of obscuring your identity if you have a different yeah. haircut, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. So. No, Velocity had really great. Not Velocity oh. trajectory had really great hair too. And I'm yeah. very sad about that because it was better than the long stuff that goes everywhere. Especially that, which is a big problem in Legends of Tomorrow. I get so distracted by the hair. <laughs> which is oh man. And you Ugh. know what? What we had better do is find a way to wrap up this podcast before we digress into why Legends of Tomorrow is terrible. Right. Because that's not I don't want that no. Podcast. We're not. We're not going to. We're not going to soak up any of that germed no. nastiness. No. Although I will say Casper Crump, that that really should be the name of some sort of snack cake mascot. Oh, it's Casper Crump. He's near with the new butterscotch flavored crumpet. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, what do we hope to see on Flash next week? What are we hoping for? Are we hoping to see them crack a little bit more of the mystery of Earth of Earth A? There, I would like to see that. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I'm looking for every episode, and I feel yeah. like you know they gotta they they gotta dole it out in little crumbs to us. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would like an episode that's a little bit more cohesive with just a a, a good strong A and B plot and a, a little less a little less stuff stuff mixed into my flash salsa. That's yeah. that's what I'm looking for. All right. How about it's you, time, Well, it's time it's time for a little King Shark, which we're not mm-hmm. going to get, but that's okay. Um, but we're going to go check out uh, Hunter Zolomon. That's what you want to see. That's what yeah. I want to see. Yes. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. What what is going on with him? Huh. Well, I, I did think it was funny when Cisco kept vibing on Zoom, and Zoom was just like in that weird, spooky strobe light room all the time. I was like, yeah. I mean, is that an effect of the vibing power, or does Zoom, when he's not doing evil stuff, just hang out in his strobe light room and just kind of right. zip around? Uh, uh, he's uh, very he big on raving. A one man rave. A one yeah. man rave. <laughs> just take, taking off his mask at like you know <laughs> dramatic moments, even though I'm there's like, no one else in the, in the room. There's like, and there's well, like, a, he, he like cool. puts in a pacifier to keep, to keep, da, 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 da. <laughs> Ecstasy is a hell of a drug. Yeah. It is. And I would like to see Zoom on it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Could you imagine be the worst? He'd be like randomly hugging everybody on Earth A. Ah! <laughs> and we started with the third rail and we end, end with the with third it. rail. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Flashcast, everybody. Um, a programming note, what we are probably going to do from here on out is grouped is do flashcasts for uh pairs of episodes so we will not have a flashcast recording next week we'll wait until we have i'd say two episodes airing and then we'll talk about those two a little bit more in concert to see how they work uh repeat that bunny hop two more times and then do a big one for the finale yeah, yeah. that's a plan i like it that's a plan. i like plans I like it. 
Yes, you did the math. So, I like anyway, when plan th- comes together. Yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it is it's always a pleasure to do this, and a pleasure to talk with uh, Phil Mozilak. Bye, everyone. And Tony Sindelar. Goodbye, nerds. Bye.